to news to reviews your place to be for gaming news stories and also your place to be for impressions on the latest games coming out each and every week my name is zach and we won't be doing what i just said this week because this week it's a bonus episode what, what? here we have filling in for Lockie for this bonus episode our unofficial third co-host andrew Thony. yes from what do you think about this? <laughs> How's it going, Anthony? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Here we are in the future, because uh, this is obviously pre-recorded. Yes, yes. So we're recording this right now on December 13th on a Tuesday night, but this won't be coming out till over a month away, the 16th Ooh. of January. So, you know, if the world has descended into chaos in that time and we're just talking like everything's normal and all cool mm. the reason why it's so the, the tonal shift is so much is uh yeah because of that <laughs> yeah i think i think i made a joke on the other bonus episode about like don't start any fires uh this one i'll say <laughs> don't start a economic crisis uh let's try to avoid that we don't need a bush look, we don't need fires or economic crises look if the world is in turmoil by then, just just know that we're suffering with you. We're just yet to catch <laughs> up because this recording is so old. Mm. Uh, but hopefully by the time this rolls around, podcasts are still a thing because you have a wonderful <laughs> podcast that you do, Anthony. Where can people find it? Uh, thank you, Zach. Yeah, people can find me over at What Do You Think About This Podcast? Uh, a fr- my friend and I, Jaden, go on about nerdy topics mostly, usually TV shows and movies. We've delved into some other topics like video games once or twice, and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully there'll be a new episode by the time this comes out. Um, we haven't really <laughs> had any topics that we're super interested in talking about yet, and that's why we've had such a, even now, a huge delay in between <laughs> topics. So hopefully there'll be a new one out. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple. We're all good, good podcasts are sold. Um and I think all of our links are on um, Anchor. If you look up uh, what do you think about this pod on Anchor, you should be able to find us. And you'll be able to find all the links to their podcasts and the social media, such as Twitter, all in, the, all in the description of the podcast down below, as well as all of News to Reviews links. And if you like News to Reviews, if you enjoy the show, if you get something out of this, if you want to help us out... The best way you can do it is by leaving us a rating or review wherever you happen to listen to the podcast. That's the best way that you can help us get into the ears of more people. Spread the disease. Smash that, that news like button. to reviews. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, get us some engagement. We need that shit. Engagement. Oh, dearie me. Uh, speaking of engagement, we're going to get hyped about video games that are yet to come, Anthony. So, Woo! as I mentioned before, yes, we're recording this all the way back in December, but we're going to be talking about games that are coming up in 2023, our most anticipated games. And look, to be honest, I haven't just put the most anticipated. I've just put the most sort of noteworthy because mm. there's going to be some, some that we're talking about here that I'm definitely not exactly... <laughs> Excited yeah, for. yeah. 
Yeah. But this is always a super fun episode to do. It's usually a good way to kick off the year before we go back next week with our regular episodes of News to Reviews. Mm. Uh, Yeah, very much looking forward to getting into that. But uh, yeah, without further ado, let's start talking about the games coming up in 2023. Oh, yes. Now, another just quick asterisk before we get started. (laughs) As I said, mentioned before, we are recording this like a third of the way into December, December 13th. So... By the time this comes out, some of this information may be outdated. Games mm. get delayed and things happen that means that they don't come out when they say they're going to come out. So this hopefully is going to remain accurate before <laughs> Who knows? Hopefully January sixteenth rolls around. But as I mentioned, this this is gonna be coming out around January sixteenth, hopefully, if I get the editing and stuff done on time. Hmm. Uh, and you won't have to wait that much longer. It'll only be like, oh, another week and a bit away because it's coming out on a Tuesday. January 24th, Forspoken is coming to PS5 and PC. It's uh, by, being developed by Luminous Productions, published by Square Enix. Anthony, you care about Forspoken? Are you excited for it at all? I'm just looking forward to uh, throwing rocks with my freaking mind and uh, killing freaking oh dragons or whatever. Um, oh, my God. I'll, I'll say this. I think um, I was initially very excited for this, and then each trailer I saw made me less excited. Yes! I've yet- <laughs> yes! And I've yet- there's a demo out as of this recording that I have yet to play, um, and maybe that'll reignite some hopes because maybe the gameplay will bring me back and I'll just be able to mute the cringy dialogue, but... Uh, even then i'm like eh i don't know i don't know it's a definitely a wait and see for me at this point 100 percent. yeah it's definitely been a roller coaster ride for me the marketing for for spoken because the very first glimpse they showed it was like this unreal engine 5 crispy graphical looking Mm. thing with um some very fluid looking gameplay but yeah just like Mm. you everything they've showed subsequently I've just f- found myself disliking it more and more. And like the dialogue I already knew was just mm. uh, like, but by, by, by the, by the time we'd seen all this now, we knew it was going to be bad, but um, I'm playing, I'm, we're recording this not too long after the game awards. So I've had time to play the Forspoken demo, which was announced for free at the game awards, which hopefully mm. Square Enix has left up. So you can still play it now. If you have a PS5, just go onto the store, click the three buttons and then go down to the demo tab. Um, and yeah, unfortunately for me, no, it did have this, this awful dialogue that it promised, but I don't know. I didn't like the feel of it to play at mm. all. Like I just, the, the controls weren't very intuitive to me and uh, I don't know. It felt like, it kind of reminded me of Final Fantasy Fifteen, and then I looked into it, and apparently Luminous Productions are the ones who developed Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, so I guess tracks. that makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't know. I, I probably like the feel of the combat a bit better than Fifteen, um, mm. but yeah, I just I really don't have any excitement for it. And um, I made sure uh, to write down one bit of dialogue because it was just so bad. So your <laughs> protagonist Frey, uh, she speaks to her bracelet. Mm. <sighs> anyway, so they have their their quippy dialogue, if you will. Mm. Uh, so this is <laughs> this is the bracelet. How many enemies are there? And Frey in response, 
Enough for a party. Let's dance. Yeah. Get him. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like Yeah. Oh, uh, it's it's like the, it's trying to be DMC with like goofy kind of terrible lines, but with none of the charm. Cuz that's definitely mm. that feels like a Dante like line or something. It's like it's like there's so many guys here. Let's dance. And like you'd have fun with it, <laughs> but it's like there's no charm to it. There's no charm. It's just s- like Ugh. <laughs> From what the demo showed, it's not a good-looking game either. Really? Like when they initially Ooh. showed it, I was so impressed. I was like, "This this thing's beautiful." But mm. yeah, what what I've seen now, I, I I don't have really any reason to be excited about it. Now I'm yet to touch the hoverboard, which is the <laughs> one of the things Ooh. I'm very excited about with it. Uh, but hopefully, my excitement isn't dashed for this game. Uh, Dead Space Remake mm. is coming out January 27th, so by the time this comes out, it's just a, n- nearly two weeks away, a week and a half away. It's going to be coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC, and is being developed by EA Motive. Oh, Anthony, are you down to get into this uh, space survival horror uh, I actually, I actually am. Uh, I'm a little mm. worried that... Uh, I won't have... Oh, no, I probably will have played through the Callisto Protocol by the time this comes out. I haven't uh, at the time of this recording. Um, I'm hoping I can finish it before then. I don't want to have, like, two of these exact same games in my backlog. That's just going to cause problems. But <laughs> I-, I loved playing the original Dead Space when I was um, when I was a bit younger on the PS3. That was, like, my, I think my first real exposure to, like, good survival horror. And mm. I freaking loved it, so... Like with a high end and only next gen, thank God. Mm. Uh, look, I- I'm glad that games are like coming out on both gens, but please, more next gen only games so we can actually use these mm. consoles the way they're meant to be used. Ugh. Yes, I feel like we're finally getting to that point. Like this mm. year, we're starting to see, and you'll realize as we go through this list as well, Anthony, that mm. there's more next gen exclusives now. Well, not exclusives, you-, you know what I mean? More just yeah. next gen only games now. Uh, than ever. Um, so, did you play Dead Space Two? I didn't. I think I only played Dead Space One. Okay, because uh, I really yeah, liked I'm... that game. But yeah, well, Callisto Protocol just didn't. I, I haven't played Dead Space One, but it didn't scratch that itch for me, at least as far as Dead Space Two is concerned. Mm. And I'm just wondering if it, Dead Space One remake will. Um, I guess we'll yeah. wait and see. I, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a lot more like Dead Space 2 than what the Callisto <laughs> Protocol probably, was, considering probably. it's a remake of the first game. And I'm, look, I'm pumped to get into it. Like, it's it's been remade, new graphics from the ground up. Apparently, it's all going to be one shot as well, too. So, I'm, I'm keen for that. Um, yeah, give That'd me Dead cool, Space yeah. Remake. Hopefully, it's not going to be a little bit of a letdown like what mm. Callisto Protocol was for me as well. Yeah. Um, now, <laughs> this game, I'm definitely, I definitely have concerns about, but it's one of the bigger titles that's uh, going to be coming out in 2023. Um, and th- there's a lot of controversy around this title based on who the mm. uh, creator of it is. Apparently, she's had nothing to do with this game creatively at all, but maybe getting kickbacks from it because, you know, it is related to Har- Harry Potter. Of course, I'm talking about Hogwarts Legacy. It's being developed by Avalanche Software and it's coming 10th of February. It's going to be coming to PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S and PC. And apparently at some point is going to be coming to Switch. I don't know. Ugh. They're expecting some very some actual 
Harry Potter wizardry in order to be able to get that thing on the Switch. I just don't see it yeah. happening, but maybe they're going to do like another streaming-based one. But look, I'm... You know, I, I believe in death of the author, you know, I believe in be able being able to, uh, you know, separate the author from the art and be able to enjoy the art. Um, you know, there's always a certain, certain degree to it, but you know, if someone wants to continue listening to Michael Jackson, go for it. Mm. Do I not really enjoy it very much? Yeah. But you know, I'm not going to sit there and not dance to it if it comes on at a party, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'm thinking about this too much. I, oh, Anthony, no. how, do you, how do you feel about Hogwarts Legacy? Are you going to jump into it when it comes out in Feb? Uh, sadly, no. I think um, okay. I think the last time we talked about this on your podcast, I think I just made a similar comment of, some stuff looks really cool, but then other things, I'm more worried about the gameplay. And yeah. I don't know how it'll... Con- and obviously, I won't know how it controls until i get my hands on it or until someone tells me oh this is what it felt like but what i'm really worried about is yeah it just won't feel very cool to play because i think it was like i said it looks like a third person shooter with wands and how does that work like yeah as i said as i kind of said before with the last two games yeah it's going to be on older gen consoles which is fine um i think this was being this was developed forever ago so that's why but yeah yeah, as you said they're gonna try and put this on switch (laughs) i have my concerns and look i've played avalanche software games before and they've never been of like this really pristine triple a quality like they're they're Mm. sort of like like maybe a little bit below that ubisoft kind of tier um, like definitely nowhere near on the level of your rock stars or your naughty dogs or anything like that. So like, yeah, I, I'm going to very much got my expectations tempered here as well as mm. there's been a lot of delays. Wasn't this like originally slated for like end of year 2021 or something like it that? Was, I, can't, I can't remember, but there's been like was, two it, or three delays. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was end of year 2021. I remember it being, I think, announced with all the PS Plus, sorry, the PlayStation 5 games that were like, hey, this is coming mm. out near the launch. But I think that was it. I think it was near the launch. I think it was expected like February or March 2021. Okay. I, I don't remember. It has been well, delayed well, a lot though, yeah. Yeah, well, this is only a few weeks away now as of yeah. when this releases, this, uh, this podcast is going to be released, so... Yeah, curious to see how that one is. I'll probably check it out, though, that February is a pretty stacked month. Uh, The next big game we have to talk about is Wild Hearts. Mm. Uh, It's coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC, 17th of February. And it's by Omega Force, so the peeps behind Dynasty Warriors. And this is, of course... Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this one, Anthony. It's like a, a Monster Hunter sort of clone. Yeah, this was um, before the sh- before we started recording. I had to check up on some of the names because I had forgotten, and I was like, "Right, yeah, mm. the Dynasty Warrior Monster Hunter game." Yeah, I think like you, I think your your thing is like it looks kind of cool, but it is a Dynasty Warriors slash Omega Force like people game, and I'm yeah. like. I don't know. I I've played I've played like I think four or five of their games, and none of them I've ever enjoyed for more than maybe a few hours. 
Yeah, if I said before that I find Avalanche software games a bit lacking, then mm. Omega Force are <laughs> about as bad as what it could possibly get. It feel, feel, playing their game feels like playing a, like PS2 titles in the current age, just like slightly up res. They're they're pretty pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, that they they do one thing very well, and that's like you know, large combat arenas where you can kill a bunch of enemies. Um, but this obviously seems to be a different thing where it's the opposite. It seems to be a big enemy you fight and, you know, Monster Hunter sort of style. So maybe this will me- yeah. work better for them? I'm not sure. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But again, another Look, one on the list of, yeah, probably not. <laughs> Look, I'm down. To, it's one of those ones where it's ticking enough boxes. I'm down to check it out from the podcast, but it's one of those ones where, like, yeah, maybe I'll look at possibly returning this <laughs> if mm. it doesn't turn out too well. And um, as if it isn't confusing enough to have that come out, to have another game four days later with Heart in the title. <laughs> We have Atomic Heart coming out mm. just four days later on the 21st of February. Uh, that's coming to uh, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S and PC. And it's been developed by Mundfish. Uh, mm. It had to be delayed because of things happening over in Ukraine as they are mm. a Russian developer. Um, and I did not know this, but the composer, the, pers- the person doing the music for Atomic Heart, is Mick Gordon of yep. Doom and Doom Eternal fame? Um, yeah, uh, that's local super legend. Cool, and it, just, that, that knowing that just up my excitement just that little bit more because mm-hmm. I adore the music in those games. So, um, yeah, Atomic Heart, very interesting looking first person sci-fi game where you have powers and weapons, and uh, I don't know. I'm yeah, very curious about this one, but I, I am definitely hesitant to jump in and say that I have high hopes for it because it's from a developer I don't know a lot about and mm. I, I don't know it's just it's got some hefty promises there and what it's shown so far but hey it, we'll yeah. see um have you checked out any atomic heart at all anthony do you have any excitement for it uh, i'm sure i have i'm blanking a little bit at the moment but uh, it, it's a very yeah. it's like <laughs> ru- it's like russian bioshock isn't it that's what that's what it is but right yeah, yeah yeah that's a good yeah, okay. way I, 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 I was like i'm sure i saw this game i'm trying to remember it's like yeah this is russian bioshock uh i'm very interested um but yeah i agree i guess there there is that trepidation where you have a lot of single a or double a studios where some mm. they are starting to make very big promises and sometimes they deliver. Sometimes, especially in the especially as we're crossing into next gen, I think people are really trying to get the most out of hardware. And sometimes I think they overreach. Um, but hopefully, it's hopefully it's good, and hopefully it's like um, successful enough that the studio gets like you know do more work or explore ideas in this world or in other worlds. And I mean, yeah, yeah. Mick Gordon, I love him. <laughs> Anytime Mick Gordon's on a soundtrack, it's like all right. Gonna add that to my Spotify playlist or my YouTube playlist. Like, yep, love his shit. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Even if it's a a shit game, I'll just, Mm. yeah, definitely I'll listen to it on Spotify for (laughs) sure. Uh, Mick Gordon is is awesome. Um, Yes. Yeah. Assuming uh, assuming news hasn't come out that he's like actually a bad person again, recording in the past. 
Yeah, I wonder if we'll have any more news by the time this episode Mm. (laughs) comes out on the whole Mick Gordon... Who knows? Bethesda ID software fiasco. Mm. Ah, dear. Yeah, what are you going to bring us, 2023? We're going to be a few weeks in at this point. Has there been another slap yet? Has Will Smith... (laughs) (laughs) What's going on with Kanye at this point? Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) I should not have asked that question. Oh, no. Oh, dear. (laughs) All right. <laughs> oh, dear. Now, a question that I, I should ask, though, is uh, am I going to p- get a PSVR 2? Mm. And the answer is probably not. No. Big but fat if I no. did, if I did, you best believe I'd be picking myself up. Horizon Call of the Mountain. It's coming 22nd of February. Yeah, February. And it is being developed by Guerrilla Games and Fire Sprite. Uh, Anthony, do you uh, have uh, <laughs> any I, I, excitement at all for Horizon Call of the Mountain? Are you planning on getting a PSVR 2? Uh, no, I don't think I am. Um, and, and that is, uh, I guess it is bad because like, I am going to miss out on like potentially new exciting things with this game because... This game obviously has potential. It's like, okay, um, a VR game set in Horizon, that could be a lot of fun. That could have a lot of um, big cinematic moments or like fun uh, gameplay sections. But the problem is I'm just not willing to invest nearly $1,000 into yeah, it's just untested much, hardware like... and games. <laughs> It's like what five fifty, I think US. Uh, oh yeah. no, even more like six hundred US. I yeah, think. Yeah, it's like six hundred uh, US. Yeah, because and so you're already paying more than the console in Australia. It's like over eight hundred. It's it's insane. Yeah, An insane if, if amount you, of money. You, and no, I, like no, I love Horizon. Uh, Forbid uh, the Horizon series. I, I love Horizon Zero Dawn and Forbidden West. I try to get the collector's edition for Horizon Forbidden West, but there's no fucking way. On God's green earth, that I am going to fork out that much money for a PSVR two. I just can't. I, nah. I just. I just can't justify it. I'm already getting the obscenely overpriced uh, PlayStation Edge DualSense controller. Mm. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It's and that's that is the thing is like even if it was like oh the VR's worth it, but then it's like an extra hundred or so for the game, and it's like oh it's like yeah, it's it's a lot of money to spend on just untested software and uh gameplay so it's hard to say yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely um and this is another one that i don't think i'll be checking out but i just i know a lot of people are excited Mm. for this one uh just based on the the first one being fairly fairly well received and that's octopath traveler 2 it's coming to switch ps4 and 5 uh 24th of february uh it's been developed by square enix and acquire. Uh, did you play the first Octopath Traveler? Do you have any excitement mm. for the second one, Anthony? No, I I missed out on Octopath. It was that game because I I play up JRPGs okay. and I have quite a few friends who play JRPGs. So it was that yeah. game that everyone was like, "Oh, hey, check this out! It's new and unique, and it'll make you poo your pants." I don't know. Um, but maybe I will go back and play it. Um, and if this one's coming out. Although it is coming out on the Switch and the PS4, so it's like, uh, it's like I don't know. It'll it'll feel like a it'll definitely feel like a last gen game at that point. Um, but if it's a good JRPG and it gets good reviews, I'll probably pick it up. Uh, probably on the PS4 because if I'm going to play it on anything, I might as well play it on that. But 
No, not 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 a de- not a pre-order or not an instant buy for me. Definitely a wait and see buy, especially because this got announced forever ago, didn't it? <laughs> I feel like this was like three years ago that this got announced. Maybe I'm uh, wrong. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not, like sure, not sure. Not sure. Ah, because because the original Octopath came out like five or six years ago, I think. So this is like it's a long time coming if it is. But yeah. anyway, now I mentioned before that Forspoken has a demo. Now mm. I know this game has a demo. I don't I don't know if the demo is still available. At least it was for a while when they like when they first showed the trailer for it. But it's for mm. a game called Wolong mm. Colon Fallen Dynasty. That's it. They got them long colons. Mm. And uh, it's going to be coming to PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and PC 3rd of March, and is by Team Ninja. So this is like, a, you know, they're the ones who do the uh, Neo titles. Yes. So they're the, the Souls-like games. Uh, yeah. This one, I believe, is going to be based in, uh, was it Chinese, I believe? I, I, I uh, believe so. Ancient Chinese culture. I, I um, and so. I, pl- I played the demo and I enjoyed it. I found more it more accessible than your typical Souls, which was kind of refreshing mm. for me. It was still difficult, but like I, I didn't find it too difficult to get through it. I found out a lot of tools to deal with the challenges, and I, you know, this could just be because I've played a lot more Souls like stuff at this point. But um, yeah, I liked it enough that, and I'm hungry enough for a new souls-like game that's going to hopefully show me something i haven't seen before so uh, you know i'm down to check it out but i think for most part i'd say most people are just waiting for that open world one that they've got coming up Mm. uh in the next couple of years that seems to be everyone's like i feel like everyone's waiting for that to be their elden ring of course you know no one's expecting to be as good as elden ring but but yeah that'd be Really, really nice. Uh, do no, you yeah. have any any inclination to get your colon nice and long? Uh, maybe later. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, this one I'll need to check if that yeah demo is still available. I feel like it might not be anymore. But it'd be weird if it was taken off, though. I guess. But yeah, this one this one has promise. Um, yeah, because Team Ninja. I haven't played the Neo games, but I know a lot of people who enjoy them, and uh. Because you've played it, um, would you say it's closer to something like maybe Ghosts of Tsushima? Um, does it? Because you mentioned a lot of tools. Nah. nah? Look, I, I'm 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 pretty sure Ghosts of Tsushima did have the face buttons to attack. I don't mm. think they did R one R two. So I think it's similar in that sense. But no, the, the it Ghosts of Tsushima I felt was far more. Uh, accessible, uh, far more polished. Okay, yeah. Um, if if it it feels like, I don't know. If it, it feels to me like maybe like a slightly less polished from software game or something. Like I it see. feels like a little bit jankier. I don't know. If you've played Neo, mm. then you very much know what you're in for. It feels a okay. lot like a Neo game. Okay, well, okay. Yeah. I'll I'll have I'll, I might give it a yeah. I'll give it a look. Probably if that demo is still available. If not. Maybe I'll finally get around to playing the Neo game so I can go, okay, I'm either interested in this or I'm not. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like, you know, Souls Born from software games. So yeah, this could be a pickup next year. if Because um, yeah, I don't know if I've got anything else around that March. Oh no, yes I do. I've just looked at the list again. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, no, <laughs> don't you worry. March has a lot to offer. Including... And yeah, speaking of March, I have a lot to offer. This game you're not going <laughs> to want to miss. And that is... 
Skull and Bones being developed Ooh. by Ubisoft Singapore. Oh. Uh, definitely their A team, and it's coming 9th of March to PS5, Xbox Series X, and S, and PC. Uh, I'm sure you've already pre-ordered mm. the most expensive edition possible. Oh, ab- absolutely. I- I've I've told work to not call me for a week because I will be doing nothing, <laughs> playing Skull and Bones, and they're like, Anthony, we need you to come into work. There's very important stuff to do. And I'm like, no, Skull and Bones is more important. More important than <laughs> anything else in the world. I If someone's fallen over and died, I don't want to hear about it. Skull and Bones, baby. A hundred years Skull and Bones adventures. Wooey. Oh, yeah, I literally... I, I think this might be the game I care... Oh, no, yeah, probably the game I care about the least on this list. It's... Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever... I don't know if, if this came on PS Plus for free, I still wouldn't check it out. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Look, I'm hoping this game is going to be awful. Mm. And I mean that just because I think it'll just be it, I'm hoping it's going to be so bad that we'll be able to like make fun of it, fun of it mm. because I don't think it's going to be good. No. You know, I don't think it's going to be a game that is is notable at all. I think at the very best it's going to be completely forgettable and that mm-hmm. is not what I want. I want something so disastrous uh that it that it is exciting and hilarious. Oh, and like yeah. We've seen some funny stuff like, you know, just docking your ship or just stopping your ship next to a tree and then it just like chops itself down. It's like, yeah. There's already some weird ideas in there that are just, I, I don't think are going to really work. It looks truly awful. I feel like it's just very much a sunk cost fallacy problem at the moment. They've just put mm. so much money into it at this point. They're like, we got to fucking release this thing. It's been delayed over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. And... Skull and Bones is the name of like some Yale secret society alumni thing. I don't oh, know if no. you knew that. That was the top <laughs> result that came up when I googled Skull and Bones. But yeah, apparently also video game. Oh my god! Um, conspiracy? I don't know. I don't we'll know. Leave it up to you guys. Mm, I'll leave <laughs> that up us. to you. Oh, but look, I'll, I'll be probably avoiding that so I can make sure I have plenty of time mm-hmm. to get stuck into this one. So after Wolong. Going from one from software like game, be going to another one with Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Ooh. It's coming out seventeenth of March, being developed by, of course, Respawn, who developed its predecessor, and is coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. Mm. So next gen only. They're mm. really utilizing that power. We just got a glimpse of this. Uh, obviously, we're recording this the Tuesday after the Game Awards came out in oh. 2022. So, we just got a glimpse of this not long ago. It got me super, super pumped. It looks oh, like... Yes. It just looks like what I, what I want from mm. a, a Star Wars Jedi Survivor game. And it's not that far away. By the time this episode comes out, it'll be less than two months away. Oh, man. I'm so excited for Jedi S- Survivor. Uh, Anthony, do you share my excitement? Oh, abs- absolutely. Um... This was, like, once I found out that, like, the Game Awards showed a trailer for this, I had to, like, it was probably the first thing I watched out of the Game Awards of the, all the trailers mm. that got released. I was like, this is the main thing that I give a shit about, is I want to know when this game's coming out. I want to see as, I want to see, not as much as I can. I just want to see more, though. I want to know what I'm in for with this game. And the gameplay looks, re- the gameplay looks like they've just, They've done um, I'm what I'm going to call a God of War Ragnarok, which is they've taken a combat system I've already liked and just made it better. They've just mm. seemed to have added more tools, 
more um, abilities for you to upgrade into, seemingly, based on the trailer, new weapon paths for you to build your lightsaber into, but who knows with that? We'll wait and see. And just more in this world that I really like. Um, I'm a Star Wars nerd. I love this shit. I wish we'd move away from um, between episodes three and four, but that's fine. <laughs> but yeah. I, I like these characters, especially I like the main character, and I am interested to see what they do with his story because I think there's a lot of fun stuff you could do here. Yeah, uh, it was. I I love the story in mm. in Jedi Fallen Order, and yeah, I'm I'm stoked to see it continue. Um, I, I couldn't be more excited about this one. I've seen enough already. I feel like I'm I'm just going to do a bit of a a, a c- complete media blackout on this one now. I'm not going to click on any any YouTube videos yep. or anything like that. I know enough to know I'm definitely going to be getting it. Like I I platinum Jedi Fallen Order twice. I enjoyed it so much. Mm. Um, I'm hoping this one is released in better condition than what Jedi Fallen Order yeah. was released in because it was definitely not the greatest. Like there was, I remember uh, having a couple of crashes, a couple of moments where I've, you know, fallen through the floor or things haven't loaded in properly, uh, frame rates dropping as well too because this was a PS4 game. Um, mm. I remember the PS5 game being far, far better. So hopefully we're going to yeah. get a nice smooth 60. Um, we're not going to have to, you know, do the Gotham Knights thing and just have to deal with 30, even though that Ugh. barely even ran at 30. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm excited for, I, I do trust Respawn. They're great developers, you know, they yep. put out Titanfall, Titanfall 2. Um, just, yeah, hopefully they've, they've had enough time with it this time with this one yeah. and it's going to come out in a better condition and we're going to get to just really gush over oh, this one i really hope so because oh i'm so excited <laughs> and a lot of people are excited for this one mm. for me not so much uh resi for remake mm. is coming to ps5 xbox series x and s and pc 24th of march being developed by capcom mm. uh anthony you are excited for resi 4 remake are you uh i might be a little bit uh well, okay. I, you seem to scoff when I said that I wasn't. Ha, good sir, away with you. No, um, no. I more. I guess I've just. Uh, I've only just started getting to Resident Evil. I don't know when this mm. episode's coming out. Maybe my thoughts in another episode. Ooh-wee. Um, but I've only just started getting into the Resident Evil franchise. So hopefully, I'll have played remake two and three by the time this comes out, and I can make my decision mm. if I want to pick this one up. But I don't know. This is that game that, like, so many people herald as, like, the best game they've ever played or, like, the best of this kind of, like, over-the-shoulder third-person action game. It's like, I hope it is because if I play this and I'm like, this is fine, I'm going to be like, what the fuck were you people on? This is most people's favourite resi. Mm. And from what I've seen... And after playing the Callisto Protocol, it's like this really slow and lumbering combat. Mm. Um, and what I've seen in the Resi 4 gameplay demos so far, like four zombies, and they're all just like lumbering and slowly moving towards you. You can just move very slowly and shoot very slowly as well. I don't know. I really didn't enjoy it in the Callisto Protocol. I didn't enjoy it in Resi 8. And I'd say the enemies looked like they moved quicker in Resi 8. And mm. I know a lot of people loved it. And this, this is probably going to be an unpopular opinion. But yeah, I, I 
I've got a feeling I'm just going to have to avoid Resi 4 because I'm just not down with this combat at all. And there's just so much good stuff coming out around that time. I don't think I'm going to really, really need it. Um, yeah, no. I think I'll avoid that one. And uh, most likely I'm going to be avoiding this one. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. Dead <laughs> Island 2! Woo! That's coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox oh, One, God. Xbox Series X and S, and PC 28th of April, and is being developed by Techland... No, wait, hang on. No, <laughs> not Techland. Jaeger... Wait, no, not Jaeger. Hang on. Sumo Digital. Wait, no, not Sumo Digital. Damn Buster Studios. Mm. Okay, so... <laughs> yeah, this, 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 this is a good sign. <laughs> that was a reference to just how many studios have been in charge of development at one stage or another with mm. Dead Island 2. It went into... It never got, was actually put into the development phase at Techland. They were just sort of slated to start developing it, but they ended up developing Dying Light, mm. uh, in which Jaeger took over. In 2012, so that's when development actually started. So oh, dear. So, 10 years ago at the time of recording, which, yeah. And then that's changed worrying. hands another two times to Sumo Digital and then eventually Dan Buster Studios, who Dan Buster Studios are best known for Homefront The Revolution, Ooh. which is not a very highly revered no. game and that is putting it very very nicely so mm. yeah as you can imagine i don't have very high hopes for dead island 2 when i first saw it back in 2014 when they <laughs> first showed it i was like this looks cool <laughs> but now so far like yeah i just uh, there's it, just too many it's ticking too many of the this is going to be shit mm. warning sign boxes for me to hold any excitement for it uh are you feeling the doom and gloom with me anthony yeah, no, I, I, I'm not picking this up. I, I didn't even like the Dead Island games back in the day. Call, call me a intellectual, but like when I was a when I was a teenager, I was like, these seem stupid because it was just like, oh, it's a zombie game. But the joke is, oh, we're making fun of beach culture or whatever. I don't really get this. Uh, and then, and it's like they they're still doing it. I think these this. It did have that one amazing trailer. That's that's all that we'll let, I'll ever know Dead Island for is that one really good trailer. They've done two good trailers. I like the first cinematic trailer for Dead Island too, with the zombie running. Oh, okay, you know actually, I mean? yeah, that was pretty good. Actually, yeah, yeah no, they, they know how to do good cinematic trailers, mm. but yeah, good games. Yeah, I don't know because yeah. I, I, I try I try to go back to Dead Island. I bought like the the edition that comes with all the extra content and all that, and it was after playing Dying Light. Mm. Uh, after playing Dying Light, I could not play Dead Island. It just felt like a Dying Light game with more restriction in how mm. you can traverse the environment. So, yeah, look, I know I know Aaron's really excited for this one. I, I, I think it's just like he played Dead Island before Dying Light, so for some reason it just spoke a lot more to him. Mm. Um, i got to admit, the most recent trailer it looks like it could be kind of fun. Yeah. But, you know, all of these warning signs so far, mm. I think, says very likely not going to be good. Probably. I'm very curious to see what happens when this one comes out. Because if it is good, I know Aaron is going to do a victory dance mm. that is just so outrageous. I'll be able to feel the rhythm from 
wherever he is yeah. in the world at that point. We'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see the yeah. t- the twenty out of ten review scores and be like, "No, Aaron, we were wrong. Forgive us." As he sits atop his golden throne, like, "Be gone, peasants! I have no need of you anymore." As he holds his a hundred copies of Dead Island Two. If it's shit, I'm not even gonna gloat because it's <laughs> no. like it's 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 like this is most likely going to be the case. But if it isn't, yeah. then like. You know, he has predicted the unpredictable here, but I... I Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I have far higher hopes of this game being a decent title. I very Mm. much enjoyed Breath of the Wild. Did I think it was better than Horizon Zero Dawn that came out that year? No, I didn't. (laughs) Mm. Do I think it was worth all the 10 out of 10s that it got across the board? No, not really. Uh, but I thought it was an excellent title, so I am excited for The Legend of Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom. I'll be thinking mm. about the Queen when I play it, that is for sure. And it's coming to Nintendo Switch 12th of May, being developed by, of course, Nintendo. Anthony, mm. are you a f- fan of Breath of the Wild, and are you keen to get the sequel? Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of Breath of the Wild. I enjoyed my time with it. I know Aaron's seething right now, just hearing me praise that game. <laughs> um, but, and, and I am excited for this one. My, my only problem with it is, and it's just to do with the Switch itself, it's, it's, it can't be that incredible, sadly. It, it's, it is limited by its hardware. Yeah. I, cause that, that's the thing. This is good. This is a game that's coming out at the end of the Switch's lifetime. Compared to other games that came out at the end of their console's lifetime, I just can't imagine it living up to those kind of ideals of, like, showing what the console can do. It's like, we've seen what the console can do, and it's not that much, sadly. They make very fun games, just not very visually impressive games. Absolutely. I honestly think that there hasn't been a game as good-looking on the scale of Mm. Breath of the Wild as... Breath of the Wild since then. Uh, So Mm. I don't see what they're going to be able to do at the the end of the console generation to really improve on that. But look, so long as it looks as good as Breath of the Wild, I'm happy with it because it's going to be more Breath of the Wild. I'm keen to do some more shrines. Hopefully it's going to be some interesting puzzles, some interesting dungeons, and hopefully they're going to do away with the fucking weapon destructibility. Mm. If if they do that, I'm going to enjoy the game already so yeah. much more. Tw- 20, tw- actually a 10 out of 10 game if they get rid of the destructible weapons and just ar- not armor, shield element. It's It was the only thing that I felt really dragged that game down was like, this is actually kind of insufferable yeah look keep, I, I, like recharging and ugh. i wasn't a fan of the story and the vo- voice acting <laughs> either oh uh, i found it fun <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay 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 well in look goofy way <laughs> well from what i've seen in trailers so far this is looking to be very fun and goofy uh mm. we're getting suicide squad kill the justice Le- justice league it's coming to ps5 no. xbox series <laughs> x and s and PC, 26th of mm. May, and being developed by, of course, Rocksteady, the studio behind Ooh. the Arkham series that I'm sure, Anthony, you and I are both massive oh. fans of. So I imagine this is going to be a day one purchase for you. Uh, it was already. Uh, and then we had the recent news of the Game Awards that this will be the last game featuring Kevin Conroy's Batman. It's like, I'm fucking picking up this game for that alone. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I was like, I'm picking up this game for that alone. 
Um, but no, this game looks so fun. Ever since they announced it, like three years ago, I think it was, uh, I've just been so interested in like how they're going to approach this. Was like I think it's like team combat, so probably similar to what we saw with Gotham Knights, but hopefully not bad. Um, <laughs> and um, I, I trust Rocksteady to deliver a good game. I don't like all the Arkham games, even the weakest one in my opinion. Um, Arkham Knight was still they were still all very good games and mm. uh, I just I really hope they deliver an absolute like banger so to speak because th- this looks like a lot of fun um, and just in a very fun concept of you're a ragtag group of supervillains. You've got to kill the Justice League. Good fucking luck. <laughs> and it's just like, oh dear. <laughs> yeah, that that that's just uh, an enticing elevator pitch. Like, uh, mm. I'm sure whoever managed to corner an executive in an elevator uh, <laughs> had a good 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 pitch there with that one. Um, and mm. and yeah, like you, I'm super pumped. I love Rocksteady. The Arkham series is one of my favorite series of all time. Um, like the uh, Arkham Asylum, one of my favorite PS3 games ever. Mm. Uh, it, oh, it's just so bloody good, and it's been so long since we've had a Rocksteady game. Arkham Knight was 2015. This this episode's gonna oh be coming God, out 2023. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, what's that? Eight years later, it is yeah. so fucking long. And there's all these rumors of them, you know, developing a Superman game, and then that getting the can. So. It's just mm. nice to know they've finally got something in the pipeline. And yeah, as you mentioned, they've got a good track record, Anthony. So oh, I've got all my fingers and toes crossed that this is going to be good. I know someone high up, like a creative director or something, did exit pretty recently, sometime in the last mm. couple of months. Um, but they said basically their role was pretty much finished anyway. So it sounded like it's not like one of those, oh, I'm going to piss off before this shit show is released situations it's mm. like no i very much want this on my resume it's like just my role is sort of done so i want to get to the yeah. next thing now um fingers you'd, crossed you'd that's hope the it, case. yeah yeah you'd hope it's far along enough in development that that shouldn't be an issue but i uh, i like i said i think we'll be fine <laughs> yeah no totally and uh look i think this game's gonna be fine i guess uh it's coming out second of june being developed by capcom they're not they're i think they're an indie developer Mm, uh mm. it's gonna be coming to ps4 ps5 xbox series x and s and pc it's of course uh people might be familiar with it street fighter 6 um, ah, Diablo 4 yeah. is the next one on the <laughs> 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 no, oh, I know, Anthony. Oh, jokes. Jokes. You'd, you'd be totally, totally oh. just absolutely chomping at the bit to talk about this one. Street oh. Fighter 6. I know you're excited. Take it away. Um, you're keen for oh. Ryu's dick outline, right? That's the whole oh, angle here. Absolutely. Um, the dick outline. <laughs> I feel like the dick outline is my defining episode of this podcast because that was we've come back to it so many times um but um genuinely the more i see of this game and we saw a bit more at the game awards and we finally got a release date that's i think that's why this went from a to be announced to a actual release date yeah um a lot of the ones in this list were like in the in the tba until the game awards so i'm glad i waited till after that for (laughs) us to record this yeah Uh, because yeah literally the most out of date information, but um, which could yeah, still be out looks... of date by the time this episode finally comes out. Maybe, so hopefully maybe not. They'll, 
<laughs> maybe the maybe one of the ones in the TBD category will be announced tomorrow, and we'll be like, fuck. <laughs> um, but uh, to keep it quick, because I've already talked quite a bit about it, Street Fighter Six looks amazing. I'm really excited to see what this. While it's not next generation only, but it is. We are moving into the next generation of fighting games. I'm really interested to see what they do. The game look, yeah, the game looks incredible. The, apparently, the gameplay is very fun and very different to older titles, so that'll be interesting to try out. And mm. I just want to get my hands on it. I I don't think I've gotten the code for the second beta test, and I'm pretty sure I'm busy the weekend the beta is happening, so I'm not even going to be able to play it. So fuck no. <laughs> Oh. Look, there'll be more betas before the game comes hopefully, out. Like it's still six months hopefully. away, right? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll get your chance. Um, uh. yeah. now, look, I'm excited for you, Anthony. It's a good year next year for fighting mm. game fans. So yeah, let's oh, yes. fucking go. go. Is, is, I don't think I've got it here, but is Tekken Eight meant to be coming out next year, or is it still up in the, the- air? That one? It's. I reckon we're not going to see it. If we do see it next year, it'll be very late. They haven't dropped a date yet. Uh, okay. Not even a. Not even a target year or anything. No. Okay. No. Yeah. No. Totally fair. All right, like, well, I reckon next year, but also with game development cycles, could be a year and a half away. Yeah. Totally fair. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, this one I could wait a year for because I'm definitely mm. not going to be picking it up because it's an Activision Blizzard game. I'm talking about Diablo 4. It's coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. Uh, of course, the sequel to the much-beloved uh, uh, dungeon crawler looter game. Uh, people absolutely love the Diablo series. A lot of people really enjoyed mm. Diablo 3, but I know Lockie's very excited for this one because it's going back to the Diablo 2 style, which is a lot of people's yeah. favorites in the series. Uh, Anthony, do you care at all? Do you, could you see yourself picking it up? Uh, if, if it's one of those things that I think you discussed it on the um, most recent at the time podcast episode, uh, with um, the Inconsolables. I would be excited if it wasn't Activision Blizzard. Because <laughs> I, I actually really liked my time with Diablo 3, and, and yes, although it's not going to be following that game, I would like to see another game in this style, but I don't... I haven't supported an Activision Blizzard game since, like, all the stuff has come out about them, and... I kind of plan to keep it that way. So, yeah. if I see it in the pre, if I see it in the pre-owned bin or something, sure. Otherwise, probably a miss. Sadly. Okay. Yeah. Totally fair. And yeah, I'm right there with yeah. you. I I haven't given Activision Blizzard my money now for years, and I'm very get. I find myself being more and more happy with that decision. And um, mm. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't touch Final Fantasy for a long time, and then yep. when I did, I wish I. would hadn't if i'm being <laughs> honest with you sorry to the final fantasy fans out there but fucking hell seven remake i was not a fan of and uh final fantasy 16 is going to be coming to ps5 22nd of june being published by square enix and also developed by square enix creative business unit three uh mm. look uh, as I mentioned before, not a fan of Final Fantasy VII Remake. I thought that story was a total fucking mess. The combat was kind of fun. Um, mm. Apparently, this is going to be a different director to that game. 
Uh, it's going to be the yes. same director for Final Fantasy XIV, whereas I was playing the, yes. the game directed by the Kingdom Hearts <laughs> director, of which the Kingdom Hearts games, I'm not a fan of those stories at all. I think they're mm. very terrible and drawn out. So there's a reason maybe to be a bit more excited about this one for me. But maybe. Yeah, I don't know, Anthony, do you, are you a Final Fantasy fan? Are you, are you going to check it out? <sighs> no, I've never been huge into Final Fantasy. It was a franchise that kind of slipped by me and... I f- it's sort of it's more of an action-focused JRPG, which aren't really my cup of tea. I like the um, sort of like not Pokemon, but that that kind of style of like turn-based, like strategizing RPG JRPG. So yeah. this one looks to be more like an action RPG in the vein of like again your Final Fantasy XIVs, Fifteens, Seven remakes, all of that jazz. Yeah. And that's fine, that's what people like, and I'm sure people will love it, but yeah, probably a miss from me, especially because I don't... The aesthetic looks really boring to me as well, because they, they've gone for like a really dark, grim, medieval thing, very, honestly, Dark Souls, if I'm being honest. Mm. And I like that for Dark Souls, I don't really like it for my, like, for like Final Fantasy, I kind of, I've always liked Final Fantasy whenever it's like, like, bright and colourful and kind of fun. Um, so, yeah, probably not, probably not even going to like the art style and aesthetic, so probably a miss for that as well, so. How do do you keep it grim and then just have a chocobo running around? Yeah, I I don't understand that. Yeah. It's going to be so weird where it's like, what does it all mean? Get on the chicken. (laughs) At the very least, I think a lot of people will be excited because it's the first mainline Final Fantasy we've had since... Mm. Final Fantasy 15, which I believe was in either 2015 or 2016. So it's been a while and it's been a while waiting for this game to release. It's been an early access Mm. for a little bit now. Baldur's Gate 3 will be getting its PC full release. We just know it will be in August. We don't know when. (laughs) Just sometime in that month. It's been (laughs) developed, of course, by Larian Studios. Look, this isn't one I'm going to be picking up. It's not my kind of thing. That sort of uh, RPG... Uh, you know, luck-based RPG kind of a thing, sort of you know, similar to your Dungeons and Dragons, but in video game form. Anthony, mm. are you a fan of the Baldur's Gate series or Larian Studios in general? Uh, I haven't played one of their games, sadly, so I can't really comment on it. Um, I'd be willing to give it a try because I'm a I'm a and d guy. I kind of mm. like the luck-based uh, RPG aspect. That could be fun. Sadly, my... Even though I've heard this game does not require a lot to run, my laptop cannot run most things, so mm. probably going to have to just give it a miss unless it comes to console at some point, which probably not, but who knows. Yeah, that's a big mm. wait and see with that there. Um, mm. Yeah, but I know, shout out to the Inconsolables, who at the time of recording this, <laughs> we just recorded episode 150 with them, which that was a whole bunch of chaotic fun. <laughs> uh, by the time this comes out, because this is all the way in January, the trivia episode that Lockie and I went on there should be out. So we did like this fun uh, trivia episode. Lockie and I joined all of the Inconsolables on their show and Sammy DJ set up like a trivia competition for Lockie and I to go head to head against Calgar and Mrs. Lalante. And that was a lot of fun. So yeah, be sure to go check out that podcast. But now on to the games that are coming in 2023, but we are yet to get a release date from. So for some of these, mm. it's more of a solid that we'll be getting it this year. Some of these, it's more sort of uh, 2023. <laughs> Mm. Uh, Alan Wake is meant to be coming 
this year at the time of release of this podcast uh, to PS5, Xbox Series X and S and PC, being developed, of course, by Remedy mm. Entertainment. I tried Alan Wake Remastered. It f- wasn't the biggest fan of it. Felt like a felt like it didn't age too well as a PS3 game. Uh, are you an, a Remedy fan, Anthony? Um, again, another studio. I think sadly I've missed out on a lot of their games. Uh, and I haven't tried the Alan Wake remake. That'll probably be my stepping stone to see if I even want to bother with this game. But it is a game in a, I'd say a franchise, uh, but it is a game I've heard a lot of really positive things about. And a lot of people, especially in that seventh generation, the PS3, Xbox 360 are really liked. So I think it, it's at least worth a try to see what it's all about and see if it's worth um, looking into this next game. But Given we don't even have a release date yet, I'm not like holding my breath as like, all right, I've got to get onto that right now. <laughs> Man, just play Control. Control's awesome, mm. and the the next ah, gen yes. version of it it works really, really well. Like it's, it's runs mm. at a nice solid sixty. Pretty sure it does ray tracing as well. Looks fucking yeah. oh, okay. beautiful. Didn't run well on PS4 no. at all though, unfortunately. <laughs> so hope, hopefully, Alan Wake Two runs well whenever it does get released in 2023. Assassin's mm. Creed Mirage, the one where you're gonna be playing as Basim from Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, it's right. like not the full Assassin's Creed. It's like the pre come. You know what I mean? It's Gross. like not you're not quite there yet. You know, uh, it's gonna be coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. And that's been de- uh, being developed by Ubisoft Montreal. So I don't remember which mm. one that is. I think it's the Odyssey team. I'm pretty sure. I'm about to say, yeah, I think they, I think it's not the B team, but it's like the one they do every second game, starting from Odyssey, oh, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, so, no, yeah. Ubis- Ubisoft Montreal's been involved in all the biggest franchises, so it's like there's yeah. two the, the two main, one of the two main studios, that's, the, uh, that's for mm. sure. Uh, now, another Ubisoft game we're expecting in 2023 is Avatar, mm. The Frontiers of Pandora, which until I looked up this list, I didn't even remember was going to even be a thing. Uh, It's going to be coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and S and PC. Being developed by Massive Entertainment. Mm. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Um, Same developers as The Division, I believe. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, curious about that. I'm I'm guessing it's going to be like a live service, third-person shooter style thing. I do not mind The Division 2. The Division 1 was very average, but The Division 2 was pretty fun, especially if you were playing with a friend. It was like, okay, I can have a a decent enough time with this. Maybe not quite as good as Destiny, but still good. Uh, so, mm. look, I might check out Avatar Frontiers of P- Pandora, but do not have high hopes. Hopefully, the James Cameron movie that's going to would have already have come out a few weeks mm. before this podcast episode re- releases ends up being good and makes billions of dollars again for Disney. Yeah, millions. Yeah, yeah, companies. <laughs> uh, yeah, do you care about Avatar at all, Anthony? Oh, I haven't. Uh, just to also lump in my thoughts about Mirage, just as. I haven't cared about a Ubisoft game in years. And the same goes for these two. It's I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since free and I've never played the Division, so a Division developed game or sorry, a, the studio behind the Division developed game not a not a thing I care about. So these are both misses unless somehow the reviews are like no, 
this is the best thing since sliced bread. You've got to play it. And then which case I'll be like, all right, let's see what all the fuss is about. But I am I will do not think I'll be giving these a go. <laughs> no. Yeah. Very curious about this one. Will it be good? Yeah. That's a big wait and see. And I'm super curious about this title. That mm. I've, it's been a while since I've seen anything from it, but when I first saw gameplay, I was very intrigued. And that's Black Myth colon Wukong being developed mm. by Game Science and coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S and PC. It uh, looks like mm. a uh, Souls-like game, like a From Software-style game uh, where you play as like mm. a monkey, which I believe is that that's in Chinese mythology. I, I it's um, yeah, it's it's the Journey to the West song Wukong. Um, for mm. weebs, it's who Goku's based off of. <laughs> oh, okay. So wait, so it's J- Japanese then? No, no, no. Um. Journey to the West is Chinese, okay. But Goku is based off of Song Wukong. Oh, so a okay. Japanese a Japanese guy saw Journey to the West and said, "I'm gonna do that, but different." And that's how you got Goku. Yeah. Well, like God, so, what we've seen so far, like the the graphics look insane. Like you see the sort mm. of monkey's tail sort of drifting through the snow and and like leaving like actual physical marks. And and the combat looks very fun and frantic. It looks really really cool um mm. if it can sort of keep the promises of what it's shown then great but yeah brand new developer um i'm pretty sure they even put out that sort of vertical slice because they were trying to find talent for it so you know big wait and see i think there um have you seen yeah black myth anthony uh do you, yes. do you have excitement for it or intrigue at yeah. least yeah yeah i've um i would say I've been following this game since its first really and like reveal but it's been so spattered with its production, where it's basically—I think it's had like two or three gameplay trailers over about four years, yeah. um, which makes me worried that, like, sure, this game's coming out next year, totally. Because uh, <laughs> I'm worried—I'm worried that this game is going to be stuck in like a weird development hell where they—they want to do these big, like, crazy effects and all these big scenes, but as you said, they probably don't even have the talent to really push it out, and so. It may literally just never come out and be known as like, oh, that really cool looking like tech demo of a video game that never got released. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping it does because it looks really cool um, and it looks like it could be a lot of fun. Um, although if it's coming out on previous gen hardware, I can't imagine it can be pushing like graphics that hard, but who knows? It's, it's still a bit of a wait and see because there's still not a lot of information, I think, even about this um, release. Yeah, and the wait and see, of course, of if it will even come out in 2023, mm. but all oh, fingers crossed this comes out in 2023, and it has, like, you know, been been confirmed on Twitter, they said, yes, it is still coming when anxious fans were nagging Insomniac about it, uh, but mm. we're hoping to get Marvel Spider-Man 2 come, exclusive, come exclusively to PlayStation 5 this year mm-hmm. in 2023, so fucking pumped. Probably the game oh, that I am yeah. most excited for out of all the games on this list. I pre-ordered yep. the deluxe edition digitally on PS4 so I could play it at midnight. I remember taking the, the Friday off work afterwards and mm. I played it till like three o'clock in the morning. I, and I, I you know, got the platinum immediately. I 
bought Miles Morales, upgraded Miles Morales, just so I could play the Spider-Man remaster on PS5 and get the Platinum for Mm. that again. Platinum Miles Morales and the PS4 version of it as well too, both PS4 and PS5 versions. I I love these games because they have probably the best traversal in any modern games to date this the 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 modern generation spider-man games it is just so excellent to swing around new york city and i'm so pumped to be doing more of it and venom's gonna be in this one i love venom growing up i'm Mm. sold i'm absolutely sold the previous games have been fantastic I'm, i'm 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 there already insomniac fuck yeah give it to me yeah. baby Abs- absolutely it's th- yeah i agree it sadly we ha- we haven't seen any gameplay i believe yet i can't think of anything but i'm considering it's it's just going to be again a god of war ragnarok i'm assuming where they just take the gameplay from the last two games and just make it better mm. um cuz insomniac very rarely misses and i assume that they'll this will be another smash hit from them and I'm, oh, I, I just want to know a little bit more, and then I'm going to do a, yeah, a media blackout on this game. I want to know, like, just show me, like, a minute of gameplay, so I can be like, all right, that's what we're doing? Cool. Don't show me anything else. I want to be surprised from here on out. Yeah, I, I'm sold. I don't know if I'll watch the gameplay trailer mm. when they, because they will have one. I'm guessing probably early in 2023, they'll probably have one and Hopefully. look to do, like, a mid to late release in 2023 yeah um but i i guess we'll wait and see what happens there but i'm there no matter what so probably media blackout for me i mentioned at the start of the recording that this is a pre-recorded episode we recorded this one on december 13th it's not coming out until january the 16th and already some information has become outdated spider-man 2 It was announced today at time of editing, this is the 16th of December, that uh, it's going to be coming in fall of 2023. So that is spring for us Australians. But yeah, look forward to getting to get your hands on some Spider-Man 2 in late into 2023. Back to the show. Um, I can't wait for it. I'm so fucking pumped for it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so excited. Uh, This one... You know, I'm not super excited for it, but I know there's a lot of love for this series. I know the Inconsolables mm. are all fans of this of this series, of Payday 2 at the very least. Payday mm. 3 is going to be coming to PC at some stage in 2023. Developed by Overkill Software. Do you care about Payday 3, Anthony? No. Sa- sadly, again, if it's PC only, that kind of kills a lot of the excitement for me. But I think the other games came to console eventually, so hopefully it eventually comes around. Um... Because, yeah, I've heard these games are especially a lot of fun. If you can get, like, a consistent group of people to, like, play with the highest, it, it can be a lot of fun from what I've heard. So yeah. if I can get this if I can get this going consistently with a group of friends, which I probably could, could be a lot of fun, I think. But, yeah, wait and see if it comes to console or if I can upgrade my PC to something actually good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally fair. No, I'm, I'm going to be... It's a wait and see for me. Maybe I'll pick it up on PC, running it just on very, very low res if it's fun enough. Mm. But eh, not, not too, not, not too worried about that. One that I would play if it was coming to PS Five is Redfall. 
Uh, mm. But it it is, you know, owned by Bethesda. Arcane Studios are owned by Bethesda. So that means Microsoft exclusive now. So it's only coming to Xbox yep. Series X and S and PC. Uh, yeah, I love Deathloop. Uh, Dishonored games I, I, I thought were fantastic. I am a little shitty that I'm not going to be able to play this one yeah, on something actually. <laughs> next gen. I don't want to upgrade my graphics card just to play this. It's, it's just too much fucking money. But people who... Yeah have game pass and uh, in the xbox ecosystem fucking have at it you're yeah. gonna have a probably have a good time it looks really cool do you, do you like the look of redfall anthony yeah this is one of, again i'm really annoyed because i think this was announced before the acquisition but they hadn't announced what it was coming to i maybe not i can't actually remember now but i remember seeing the reveal trailer of um because this i think got revealed very close to back for blood um and people were like well this is what back for blood should be (laughs) um being like a sort of spiritual successor in a lot of ways to i think left for dead um which redfall it's not exactly the same but it has like similar elements of like you're a group of people hunting down monsters this in this case being vampires and yeah yeah i'm bummed out that i'm just not going to be able to play it on my ps5 because yeah, I really like Deathloop, and I really like a lot of Arcane Studios' um, outputs. This is just kind of sucks. Yeah, really it would have been a fun it. one. We, we all could have played it together as well, uh. too. It, yeah, no, it would have been a fun uh. one. But, oh, well, what a, what a shame. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, maybe maybe Microsoft will let it out of the vault at some point. Maybe we'll see maybe. like them do a PS4, PS5 release in a year or two. I'd say that's that's more likely than Sony ever doing that at the very least. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Who knows? Most likely, only people in the Xbox ecosystem are going to get to play this one. But definitely, only people in the Nintendo Switch ecosystem will get to play this one, and that is Pikmin Four. I'm not a fan of the series, but I'm mildly interested in this because it looks cute and like a fun puzzle mm. game to play. You know, when I'm just chilling out in bed, Anthony. Pikmin 4, are you going to Pikmin it up? Uh, I might, actually, because, yeah, I'm... Hmm. This this is a game where I, I think the Switch's hardware won't affect it as much because they'll probably make it simple enough where it can work given the limitations. Just a fun puzzle game. And I, I've seen gameplay of the older Pikmin games and a little bit of Pikmin 4, I think, or maybe not gameplay, but some stuff for Pikmin 4 and... It looks it looks like it could be fun. It looks like it could be yeah, fun puzzle game to try out on the Switch. And yeah, if if the reviews are good, I'll probably pick it up. Okay. Well, if you pick it up, let me know if it's good. <laughs> and then I'll yeah. borrow it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, deary me. The perks of having a housemate is also a nerd. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> But, uh, but unfortunately, neither of us have Xbox Series X's or uh, S's, so neither of us are going to be able to play this one. Starfield uh, is also slated for 2023. You know, this is Star Rim, you know, Skyrim in the space Elder or space. whatever. Yeah. Or Fallout in space. I don't know what they yeah. call it. Fall space, space fall, whatever. I don't space know. Out. It's a space game. Made by mm. Bethesda. What I've seen so far, I didn't think looks that exciting. But, you know, I do enjoy me some Fallout. I enjoy Skyrim. It's been a while since we've had some actual single-player Bethesda RPG stuff. Mm. So, I'm ready for it. But, oh, anything Bethesda Studios puts out now, I'm going to... 
have a big wait and see on that because Fallout 4 yeah. is pretty good. Fallout 76. Oh, mama. Uh, Anthony, are you going to join the stars in the f- field? <sighs> Sadly, again, yeah, neither of us has an Xbox. and yep. So I think we'll both be missing out on this one. But even then... Yeah, I agree with you. I kind of heard big things about this. Everyone was losing their shit because it's like, oh, it's Fallout in space. Imagine the possibilities and like all this shit. And then you, we saw a bit of it and it was like, it looks okay. Mm. <laughs> it looks okay for this game that they've been developing for the last like five or six years. It looks okay. And it's like, mm. ugh. Yeah. Big weight. And they're going to be doing yeah. some like procedurally generated stuff like there's meant to be a thousand oh. planets you can visit or something like that so uh, i'm a bit uh, uh, no man's okay. sky mm, nice exactly nice. exactly <laughs> now I, I think it's gonna be a mixture yeah. of that plus like their regular bethesda stuff but yeah f- just mm. yeah, fingers crossed it's good but yeah i'm not going to be able to play this unless i want to fork out thousands of dollars mm. to upgrade my gpu or to pay 750 for an xbox series x which no yeah. fucking thank you but fortunately nah. for me and fortunately for everyone fortunately for mm. society we're all gonna get to play this because it's coming to all platforms i think it's the only one on this list that's actually coming to everything and uh, i'm not sure if it's coming yeah, to switch day yeah. one which is uh, interesting <laughs> uh, but i'm talking about the lord of the rings golem game by Daedalic Entertainment. It is coming out on sometime in 2023. Apparently, oh. it was. if you look oh. it up now, it still says 2022, which, of course, it's not coming out in 2022. <laughs> they did say uh, not long before it's intended, like, I think it was meant to be September, then maybe they... Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, it's been delayed for a few months, is all the developers have said, so maybe we'll have more news on it by the time this episode comes out, but possibly coming out sometime in 2023, the Golem game. The previews have been really, really rough, like Mm. some of the roughest I've seen for a game before it's come out, so yeah, not too much excitement for this. I'm just excited for it to come out because I'm hoping it's going to be terrible because it's going to be really funny to talk about, especially if that character model is a representation for how bad this game's going to be. We're in for a treat, that is for sure. Anthony, Gollum, oh, you excited to revel in... In this, whatever oh, this is going to be, I I I, can't, I kind of am because I'm I'm with you. I want this to be a shit show. I just want to, I want to play this, and it's just like, all right, um, I sneak up behind someone, and they just like do the like they walk forward and they start rising in the air and clip into the rocks and fall down, and then I rob yeah. them because they're dead. I want <laughs> I want like weird jank shit because I oh, I can't imagine this game's going to be good. Yeah. Um. But I don't want it to be boring either. I don't want it to be boring bad. I don't want it to just be like, ugh. It's got to yeah. be bad, bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm in agreement with you, Anthony. It needs to be, just like when I was talking about, uh, what was the other ter- game that I'm thinking? Oh, Dead Island 2. Uh, it needs to be absolutely awful. Uh, if it's just like a passable game or a f- forgettable game, I'm going to be disappointed. Mm. I want something I can laugh at because it's almost guaranteed this game isn't going to be good. Oh, God, if Gollum's bad enough, I could end up playing this game on stream. So mm. <laughs> yeah. This will be balanced too. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe I'll go for the plat in this one. Hmm. Mm. 
<laughs> Maybe. Might be oh. a funnier plan, at least. <laughs> oh, but that'll do us for this episode of News to Reviews. I've got to say, there's it's a, it's an interesting smorgasbord of stuff we have coming up in 2023, but... A lot of games I'm really excited about. So a lot of, <laughs> funnily enough, this year for me it's a lot of superhero stuff like Suicide Squad and Spider-Man Two. Um, but those two games alone are a big deal for me. Nothing mm. like, no, no, nothing as crazy to me as last year with God of War and Horizon Forbidden West around the corner. Yeah. That was just a pretty crazy year for me, and I don't I think it's going to take a lot to be able to top something like that. But there's definitely a lot to look forward to here. Anthony, what are your sort of overall thoughts about how 2023 is shaping up so far? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you because this year was obviously huge for me with Elden Ring and God of War and a few mm. other games that came out, but those were the two big ones. So, mm. And similarly, yeah, Spider-Man, uh, Suicide Squad, uh, Street Fighter Six, and probably another game that I'm just blanking on right now. But it, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, next year uh, also looks to be a pretty good year. Um, and maybe with some sleeper hits in there, like some of the other games where it's like, oh, I haven't looked at this yet, but maybe it'll be good. And I, I think there could be some really good sleeper hits that are just kind of underlooked because of the bigger games that are coming out. And and you'll notice, like people listening, obviously, yeah, as I mentioned, we recorded this the first third into December, December 13th. This list is very heavily, uh, uh, very heavy in the first half of the year. That's because a Mm. lot of stuff gets announced in the first half of the year to fill out that Christmas period, that second half of the year. So this is not even everything that is going to be coming out in 2023. There's going to be a lot more yet to even be announced stuff that we couldn't have even imagined yet. So that's, I know that's very exciting. Yeah. I'm expecting first quarter to have some huge reveals of like, this is coming out just November. It's like, what the fuck? How? (laughs) Yeah. No, thanks so much, Anthony, for joining me on this anticipated games for 2023 episode. It's such a nice way to sort of uh, like, you know, for us, it's we're ending the year. (laughs) We're Mm. just about to end the year. So for us to get excited for 2023, but for our audience to look forward and what's yet to come, just around the corner for 2023. Yeah, thanks for jumping on. Oh, always a pleasure, Zach. Love coming on. And yeah, it was really fun to yeah talk about what's something stuff to be excited for because much mm. as like I think I don't know about you, but I like to rag on a bad game. But it is also good to look at look at games that are coming out and go. This could be this could be good and this could be a lot of fun. And hopefully, we the games we're looking forward to are good, and the games we're not sure about they're also good. And the games that are <laughs> going to be Dumpster fires, hopefully they're fun dumpster fires. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We don't want any middle-of-the-ground games. You either give us a mm. masterpiece or something fucking awful, or exactly. I spit at you, good sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me, but something that is always a masterpiece is your wonderful podcast, Anthony. Oh. It is so good. I love listening to it. Where can people find it? Uh, once again, uh, you can find us in the links below, obviously, in the podcast. But if uh, for some reason those don't work, you could always find us on uh, Anchor, where that'll have the links to our uh, Twitter uh, and the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those links. That is, what do you think about this podcast on Anchor? There's also a Twitter, which I mainly use for 
posting a new episode coming out, retweeting sometimes stuff related to the podcast, and anytime I appear on another podcast, usually Zach's. <laughs> oh yeah, and you'll see the links for all that in the description of the podcast down below, and you'll also find the link to the News to Reviews Twitch channel. And mm. at the time this episode is released, I will be back to my regular Twitch streaming schedule the following week. So not the week that this comes out, but the week the podcast sort of goes back to its regular schedule, I will go back to my regular streaming schedule, which that will be on a Wednesday. Uh, It'll be Wednesday the 25th, 6.30pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time, twitch.tv slash news to reviews. What will I be streaming? I do not know. Maybe I'll be finally starting Deadly Premonition. I can only wait and see what 2023 has to hold. Surely some sort of Australian-related g- game on unrelated public holiday day. <laughs> I don't, I'm not familiar with any games of those types, <laughs> Anthony. Uh, but uh, if you enjoy news to reviews, please leave us a rating and review wherever you happen to listen to the show. It's the best way you can help us get into the ears of more people. Anthony, oh, got some final words of wisdom for our listeners um, today. Be cautiously optimistic unless it's Gollum, in which case, pray for the worst. <laughs> and Dead Island 2 is most likely not going to be good, Aaron. I'm sorry. Mm. You've got to accept this. <laughs> oh, and one thing I know you should accept is this advice, and that's everyone out there, please. Take care of yourselves and take care of one another. <laughs> <laughs>